Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo episode number 46. Today's Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Um, before we get started today, I just want to tell a little story. I was born and grew up the first part of my life in the suburbs of Detroit. You know, the little outside suburbs of Detroit. And then we moved to Virginia. That was the uh, summer between my 7th and 8th grade year of school. The very first person I met when we moved into our new house was a kid um, that lived across the street, Donnie. He, uh, I was outside playing one day, you know, the first day there, and I had this little boomerang I was throwing around in the yard, and, uh, you know, it, it, it got stuck up in a tree. And uh, he come over and saw me trying to get it down. He's like, I'll get it for you. So he just shoots up the tree and gets it and, uh, you know, comes right back down. And we became uh, friends. We became, you know, best friends. He was who I was with pretty much all through middle school and high school then. Um, he got me through a lot of tough times in uh, in high school. And he got me through high school. Between, uh, yeah... And, you know, and then after high school, everybody goes off on their path. We kind of separated our ways a little bit. And then we come back together. I moved away. He he moved a little. Um, and then, you know, we both ended back up in, uh, in the Tri-Cities areas. And then, you know, and then we both continue on with our families and, and, you know, still speak and see each other. But you don't have that daily connection there anymore. I still do owe him a lot. Back when my brother was uh, shot and killed, he was a police officer, and uh, Donnie was also a, a local police officer for a different uh, different department. Donnie was definitely there for me. He really uh, helped me to understand and to view uh, what happened, I guess. And uh, he let me say, he definitely went above and beyond in that situation. I do owe him a lot. Well, Donnie's going through a, a pretty rough medical issue right now. So if we could just ask that uh, that everybody listening could, you know, keep him and his family in your, you know, thoughts and prayers. That he, uh, that he pulls through this all right. And he's a fighter, so he, uh, he will. Okay, let's go ahead and get into the show. Um, today's National Days. Um, today's National Cheese Toast Day. Um, today's also National Double Cheeseburger Day. Those are both pretty easy to celebrate today, so I think we could do that. Um, Bitcoin's at $20,132, which is pretty much just flat from yesterday. Um, today's episode... We are going to Wolfie, you know, Wolfie does a back in my day kind of segment that he talks about something that's a, that's a pop culture news story. And he gives us his, uh, his breakdown and take on it. Well, here it is. The Woman King, according to Hollywood, is a remarkable story of the Dahomey Amazons, an all-female uh, group of warriors that protected the African kingdom of Dahomey 
which was founded sometime back in the 1600s uh, or so in that, that time frame. Uh, about 120 to 150 years after their founding, they started bolstering the uh, their army with females, which at first was just to make their armies look bigger, but eventually turned into the the, the point that uh, that they actually became real warriors, and as such, they would not be considered as women anymore. They would be considered as men. So they had to give up their femininity. They weren't allowed to. Uh, they weren't allowed to be married, uh, though technically they were married to the king. Uh, but they could have no. They couldn't get pregnant. They couldn't have families. They couldn't have kids while they were in that unit. And if they distinguished themselves in any way on the battlefield, they could then be given to one of the royal family as a wife. Uh, also, if you were married to a man and you got a little lippy with him, he could take you down to the uh, Dahomey Amazon Recruiting Center and have you enlisted against your will. So women were much just basically uh, cattle in this particular society. Being in the, the army did give them a little bit of notoriety, but you know that is to be you know to be seen as how much it actually was. Uh, they had to fight for it, of course, which everybody, I guess, has to fight for things in their own way. It says that uh, the Viola Davis, the, the part that she plays in, in this story, is that she trains the next generation of recruits and readies them for battle against an enemy determined to destroy their way of life. Some things are worth fighting for. And as a matter of fact, I think in one of the uh, the trailers that I watched for this particular movie, it did use that. She said that to, I guess, the king or another person that some things were worth fighting for. And since some things are worth fighting for, you would think that the kingdom of Dahomey is a a good and righteous place for people given this opportunity to these women to, to rise above just being a, a woman, which isn't a bad thing, to earn some kind of notoriety in the military, which is... A brave thing. It, it, it is. I mean, you can't just walk into combat and not be brave. Uh, it, it happens. Uh, it, it's, it just is. It's, it's, it's just the way it is. It doesn't matter who you are. But since some things are worth fighting for, let's look at the Kingdom of Dahomey. Like I said, it started sometime around the 1600s, and it rose to prominence because of the North Atlantic slave trade. Dahomey would routinely raid neighboring tribes and villages, take captives, bring them back to Dahomey. Uh, some were kept in Dahomey and they would be worked as slaves there in the kingdom. And some were taken down to the coast where they were sold as slaves into the slave, into the slave trade. Uh, so there's that. They also practiced cannibalism, which means that they ate uh, the flesh of people. And they, had, uh, they practiced human sacrifice. In some accounts that I've read, they would sacrifice hundreds of people a day just to, I don't know for what reason, they just did. And they would, like I said, they would eat them, which is disgusting. This particular story takes place in the 1800s, which is towards the end of the Dahomey Kingdom. And it says that, uh, it talks about in the one trailer that it was Europeans that were coming. And to be specific, it was the French who were coming to basically destroy the kingdom of Dahomey because after England decided that uh, there would be no more slavery in the British Empire, I think somewhere in the 1840s, 
they aggressively started patrolling the oceans against slavery and slave ships and so on and so forth. And then, of course, America and the, I think it was Thomas Jefferson, signed a proclamation saying that there would be no more importation of slaves into America while he was president. So basically trying to pull themselves out of the uh, the slave trade. So we've got these, these women... It's, some things are worth fighting for. I mean, this tagline is—it's even on the web page for the for the movie. You would think that they're talking about some kind of wholesome, good kingdom, but it wasn't. I mean, like I said, they were they were involved in the slave trade, cannibalism, uh, human sacrifice, and so and they're painting the French out to be the bad guys because they're the I guess the colonizers. But in this case, the French put an end to the. At least the cannibalism and the the sacrificing of people, and I'm not sure how much of quitting the slave trade they did. They, I, I don't know that part of the history. I'll, I'll admit that straight up. I mean, if you're just going to say, okay, hey, look, just look at this, these women, and just just look at the the, the the achievements and accomplishments that they made, and the fact that they were brave, and that's great. But if you're going to remove the, and like I said, the, the fact that they were saying that some things are worth fighting for and that the society was worth fighting for, then it wasn't a very good society. And it sounds to me like these people were brainwashed. Uh, and I thought, just me as your basic American living in the South, that slavery was one of the greatest evils that you could, uh, you know, could do against another individual. Another person was to be to put them into slavery. And Hollywood seems to have forgotten this, and they don't even touch upon it in the movie that slavery is one of the you know, things that propped the kingdom up and actually brought it into prominence through its, I guess, for three or four hundred year history was slavery. If it's okay to look at these women and their achievements outside of the lens of slavery, then why did we spend all of last summer taking down uh, statues of people like uh, Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson, men in the South who fought for a cause that wasn't necessarily the greatest in the world, but were, you know, they were intelligent in the ways of war. Uh, some would say genius. Uh, Lee, I don't believe, until Gettysburg met a defeat. After that, the, the, the war won against him. And I think that was the point at which uh, Abraham Lincoln decided that uh, it had to be more about than just preserving the union that he was going to, at that point, you know, make it about also freeing the slaves. And from that point on, uh, the North didn't lose a battle. They didn't lose a major battle from then to the end of the war. My advice is just to be careful in what it is you decide to go see. I definitely, I, would, I wouldn't waste my time with the woman king because there's just so much that they don't tell you about the things that went on in the kingdom of Dahomey to make it worth fighting for. I'm Wolfie, and, uh, and that's it. See you, bye. All right, I think that's all we have for you today. Just remember, Donnie, we're thinking about you. And everyone listening, um, we really appreciate you listening today. As we always say, you know, thanks for listening. And if this is your first time, right, go ahead and really hit that subscribe button. We, we want you to keep coming back. We want you to uh, not to miss out on anything that we have you know, that we have to offer. Um, we want you to hear all our future episodes. 
While you're there, leave us a comment and a review. Let us know what you think, because uh, your feedback is, is very important to us. We release the full podcast every Monday morning, and we release the uh, socially solo episodes every morning like this. But we hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.